Hey there, you're joining another episode of Insights with Latrice. I'm so glad you're here. Happy Tuesday. I can't I don't remember what day it is, guys, but um, I think it's Tuesday. So I just want to say, hey, I hope you had a good day. You know, I'm a foodie. So why don't you put in comments what you ate today, what you cooked today? For me, with all these people in my house, first of all, I woke up at 1.30 to people cooking in my house, like full-fledged meals. That's a problem. But today I made my husband and I some um, salmon patties or salmon croquettes um, to some people and rice and spinach. And then the girls, they all had their own individual pizza that they're making. So tell me what you have, or maybe you got something delivered, you ordered something. I feel like I've cooked maybe 350 times a day since this whole COVID-19, but it's all good. Let's let's move on. Hey, before we get into this subject matter, which is going to be really good, I want to make sure you're following me on all the social media platforms. So Facebook, Gram, Twitter. My handle is Trees Kabuya. T-R-E-S-E, Kabuya, K-A-B-U-Y-A. I'm telling you, you're going to be entertained. You're going to laugh. You're definitely going to get some information and some motivation. I can promise you that. And if you just want to hear it on, on a podcast, I'm on Spotify, Google, and Apple. So definitely you want to listen to that. So right now, go tell, because, well, I guess you can't go tell someone. So just invite someone to get into this conversation because it's going to be deep. It's going to be powerful and very motivating because the subject matter is just this. How do you stay motivated in COVID-19? You know, it's already hard enough, the hustle and bustle of life, but now we are in a crisis. And I know people keep saying the new normal but I kind of am challenged with the new normal because I don't want this to be my new normal. This is just kind of like survivor mode for me. This is just what I have to do, the adjustments, but this is not what I choose my new normal to look like. Um, so, so anyway, with that said, but there's still things that have to go on. And motivation is one of the things because you have to be motivated to get up to just brush your teeth, you know, knowing that you're probably not going anywhere. Well, I have the right person today for this topic. Let me just go ahead and just read the, who this guy is. OK, he's an entrepreneur. He's an educator. Um, he is a strategist. He is a host. He's a professional athlete. And listen, I haven't even touched the, the, the surface of everything he does. We're going to get into it. But please help me welcome A.K. Ick Walker. I hope I said that correctly. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. You said, you said it right. It's uh, A.K. and then Ick and then Walker. Um, it rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I did it. You know, with my twang, sometimes it's hard to pronounce words. So awesome. Well, how are you? How's the family? It's good. Um, it's, it's really good. I know for some individuals, this is a time where 
all the families all in one place and it causes some stress. My little girl, she's seven years old. Her name is Haven. She's not in school right now because they're away. And I'm learning about uh, fourth grade math and fifth grade math. I thought I knew it, but I guess I don't know it as good as I thought I did. <laughs> How funny. I, well, you know, with my girls that are, you know, doing the distance learning, they'll say, hey, mom, can you help me? And I just keep walking. I just keep going. I'm like, mm, no, no, not here. Ask your dad. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, go ask your mom. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. So you know, I just said a couple of things about you. You know, you're an entrepreneur, educator. But let's really talk about who you are. Who is Coach AK? Give us some information. Well, you know, one of the things I find is is really important is that question in itself. Okay. And you know, right now we're in a time where I think a lot of us are in this. I identity crisis. We, we used to be something. Um, we lost that in a way, and we are trying to redefine ourselves. And the question I always like instead is like, how do we usually spend our day? And, you know, one of the things for me is, yes, I was a former professional athlete. Um, I'm a father. I'm a strategist. means I work with a lot of different companies in terms of implementation and strategy. But, you know, for us in our lives, we have so many different layers that make us who we are, but we usually put ourselves into these boxes and don't realize that there's actually so many more layers to each and every one of us. It's kind of the stories and what makes us who we are. Absolutely. And so fun fact about you, you're a triplet and you're okay. the youngest. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's two other people that kind of look like me. One's a boy and the other's a girl. Uh, but we, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a twin. I'm a, I'm a triplet or a triplet, triplet. How do you want to put that? Triplet. Well, you look exactly. You and your brother look exactly alike. Like, yeah. and your sister, she's beautiful. And so, when I, I was like, they kind of all look alike. Duh. Well, okay. Yeah. So, so with that said, okay. So you talked about unbranded. So. Give me some more information regarding that. What what is that mindset? Just in a normal situation, we won't even hit COVID right now. What what does that mean with these boxes and these layers? Well, to me, I honestly believe that um, the boxes that we put ourselves around is the biggest problem facing the world today. And you know, look at it right now. We're in a really strong political time at this moment, and we see ourselves as either just maybe one side of the aisle or the next, either I'm a Democrat or a Republican, either I'm black, or white, male or female, this title or that title, and not realizing that we can actually make up multiple different boxes. Now, the reason why that's important is if we put ourselves into boxes, if I just say I'm just this one person, I'm doing the same thing to others. And when you do that, you're not actually listening to them. You're not able to understand them. Sometimes you can feel like you're on opposite sides of the aisle, but actually can believe a lot of the same things. Um, but why is this important? Uh, if you look at COVID-19, especially, a lot of us may have lost our jobs. We might have had to change the way that we're living life and not realizing that, you know, you're not just what you do professionally, right? You could also a partner, you're also a spouse, you're also a father. There's so many different layers in each and every one of us and our ability to break ourselves down or anything down into his individual layers, we can actually see that we're actually more connected than we think we are. Oh, wow. Okay. So with that said, with now not putting yourself 
in a box or limiting yourself, especially with COVID-19, we've had to become very creative. And in that creativity, that is some of our motivation. How should we stay motivated? What does that look like now in COVID-19, with COVID-19, you yeah. know? Well, one of the things that I think is really important, it might be a little bit controversial. I actually believe sometimes that motivation can be the number one thing holding us back. And I'm, not okay. saying, and I'm not saying motivation is the fact, but actually having a sense of motivation. And I mean this in terms of sometimes we feel we have to have this feeling, this warm feeling inside of our body before we have to take action, right? And you yeah. were talking about this beforehand in the, in the start, like when we wake up, most of us for the most time, we don't need to get motivated to brush our teeth. We just do it. We right. work every single day, we just go to work. And so if we're always waiting for a feeling inside before we take action, before we do something, it's actually going to be the, the, the limiting factor that probably stops most of us from doing things. Wow. <laughs> Keep going. No, no, no. I, I, I'm feeling you. Let's but go. The skills that we need to do, I think, instead of uh, what needs to be focused on is how do we create habits and actions for us to be able to do things? That's really the most important. It is, you know you want to do something, but you don't have the, we'll say, the motivation to actually move forward in doing that. So for me, I was a professional athlete. And even professional athletes around the world, we all have coaches. And the reason why we have coaches in some ways is for accountability. So during this time to stay motivated, one of the things I think is the most important is how can we add more people into our circle to help us stay motivated, an accountability partner, right? Because when you're at home, who knows if you wake up two hours past your alarm right, <laughs> right, and don't do a workout. Nobody knows if you're doing the work that you need to. So yeah. it might be the time to actually lean on other people to create a community, even if it's virtual, to hold ourselves accountable is one step. Okay, give me a second step. Okay. Um, you know, usually when we're talking about motivation, uh, we'll talk about on January 1st, we all have these goals and these ideas of what we want to do. And usually by January 15th, a lot of that kind of falls by the wayside, right? Yeah, yeah. And what usually happens is when we are motivated, we believe that motivation, let's use working out, for example, that a lot of us do, as we say, well, I want to get motivated to work out. So we get motivated, we go, we work out, we have this amazing workout, and then what happens? We stop. We stop. The feeling or leaves us and we're done. Exactly. Something called life steps in the way. Right. You got yeah. everything to do. Work comes in the way. You just get too sore. But what we should do is what are going to be the habits that help us stay motivated even when the motivation is gone? So when you get a big feeling of getting excited, instead, what you should do is what's a task you can do that helps you stay active even when that feeling goes away. So, for example, when you go to the when you get excited, don't eat a good meal. Instead, maybe go to the store and buy a week's full of healthy foods. And throw it everything else. So when you come back, when you no longer have that motivation, what are you going to do when you open up that refrigerator? You're going to have healthy, healthy food. The same thing goes with, we'll say, working out. Right? Instead of going out there and doing a hard workout, maybe this might be the time of saying, hey, I'm going to get an accountability partner. And I'm going to sign up for a gym membership that we go to together. Right? So how can okay. you stay motivated even when that feeling of motivation is gone? So I got a bunch of questions in that one statement. Mm -hmm. but. So motivation really 
it's good and it's good to be motivated, but it's really an emotion that can sometimes stifle or limit you because it's all, it's not always a positive thing because mm-hmm. if you're not motivated, then oops, I'm not going to do A, B, or C. You're right. So also you do something now goals are goals in your opinion, good, bad, or what? I would say goals are very important and not only goals, but I would actually say written goals. So 3% of us actually write our goals down. Mm -hmm. The vision. Yeah. One, 1%. And then 1% actually review our goals on a daily basis to see if we're on the right track. Okay. Why is that important? Um, the first one is important is if I ask you, um, like right now, how do you, how do you schedule your days? Like what system do you use to schedule your day? Well, first of all, don't be calling me out like that. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, we're just, we're just saying most people, right? Okay. They might put it in the calendar, their iPhone, uh, right. Okay. They write down things. I'm a writer, so I write down everything and do a check off. Okay. I'm oh, not These are just questions. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what would happen? Like you have your list. Like let's say oh, for mine, I put mine in my iPhone in terms of scheduling throughout the day. If all of a sudden I lost my iPhone, what would happen? I wouldn't know if I'm missing meetings. I wouldn't know what's going on. Right. So yeah. in the same way, we put things in our calendar to remember them. The same thing about writing the goals down because we have so many different bits of information that's hitting us on a daily basis. And when we write it down, it just keeps us, oh yeah, I remember, I need to focus on that, right? We're getting hit with so many different stimuli. So that's a really important thing about writing it down because we're also owning it. Okay, okay. And then because writing the vision, it makes it clear for you. And then in that goal or that vision, you can add to it, right? Because it's ever evolving. Would you agree with that? It's always, it's just a little bit of a, of a, of a guide mark, right? Just to say, okay. be flexible, but also understand I have somewhat of a vision that I'm trying to go for. And some of us will set goals. For example, let's say like, I want to write a book, right? Mm-hmm. Publish a book. So some of us are like, I want to write this, this, this novel. And in some ways, there's so many different steps to it that some ways it can actually get us overwhelmed. But some of us do the okay. opposite and we say, you know what I'm going to do instead? Is I'm going to create so many action steps. I'm going to say, I'm going to write one page a day. And that might help. But for some of us, it might seem as though we're climbing that big mountain that we got 5,280 steps that also overwhelm us. Right. So we almost have to find it in the, in the middle of trying to find something that's not too many steps and not so lofty that it feels unattainable. But we can create these actionable steps that we can do every single day or whatever it needs to be to make sure that we stay motivated and accountable. But Coach AK, we're going through a crisis right now. You know, there's someone saying, I'm just not motivated. I just what what do I do? You know, I've lost my job or I'm just tired of these people in my house. You know, I don't feel like making a goal. I don't feel like making a vision. What would you say to that person, that individual? This is so important. I would say this is really important in terms of um, having a a growth mindset in a particular moment. If we are putting ourselves, like just like we'll talk about the, the law of attraction. If I'm putting out there, if I say I want a blue car, what's gonna happen when I go out there outside? What am I gonna start seeing? Blue, blue cars. Blue cars. 
right? It's not like there's the same blue cars are out there, but that's what we're putting our focus in. So if we start saying we're in a crisis, everything's hard, what's going to end up happening? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. That's what your mind is going to be focused on. that, yeah. Right? Okay. But if you tell yourself, for me, I, I went through that. So I, would, I would admit, like two days before I was, um, before COVID hit, I was actually doing some work with, with Google. And I was actually go, about to go on an international like speaking tour. And literally okay. two days before, I got a notification that everything was canceled. And I admit, uh, I went through my, my little pity party for a couple of yeah. days, but I also started to think about like, what are the opportunities that now can present themselves, right? Changing that thought process. Because as soon as I did, I'll admit, I stopped watching television. I stopped finding things that were gonna reinforce my negative thought pattern to be able to do that. And I infuse that with more positivity because that is what I wanted to see. So in the example, I'll give you the perfect example was, everybody was saying, that the stock market is crashing. It is, 100%. The stock market yeah. is hurting really bad. But if you see that in a growth mindset, what are you also hearing? There's opportunities yeah. that you can find and be creative. Right. Or With your finances. Exactly. And that would also be that stocks are the lowest that they've ever been. Right. So you can buy. You can buy. Right. Absolutely. Hold on. But somebody was like, the stocks are literally the lowest that they've ever been for some yeah. of these companies. And, then, and they're all going to rise, but this might be your opportunity to, to really right? tap into it. Exactly. Well, so it's all about that mindset. That That is crucial in anything, whether it's COVID 19, every day to day. And it's the mindset. And then you'll speak what's in your heart, in your mind, and it will eventually manifest. 100%. And I would say, a lot of, and let's say somebody's like, well, I don't believe in manifestation. You know, I don't believe in the higher power. But for most of us is that like we will start to notice things that we put our attention to, just like the blue car. It's always going to be there, but you might have that this email that you would have ignored other times, but now during this time, it now catches your eye. Right? There might be a conversation that somebody's having. You'll now pay attention to it because that is not what you're searching for. Okay. Right. Okay. So, well, Facebook listeners, I need you to comment, share, and um, com or questions. Any questions for AK? Because this is good. And he is really hitting on something because I think a lot of times we do limit ourselves for whatever reason because of situations. And so again, with this COVID-19 or this crisis, it sometimes can be, uh, and I'm not trying to make light of people's feelings, people's experience. However, we kind of have um, shaped ourselves to, okay, well, here's the crisis. So let me just Pit, you know, just not do anything, but we really can't can take advantage of it. We can take advantage of this opportunity to see see it as such an opportunity. You know, just like you said with the stock market, you know, people are buying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I I think you a big point. Like I admit, right? Right now, I'm in Boston, right? And outside of my window, people aren't exactly social distancing themselves as much as they can, but I also admit that I know that there's stuff happening around the world or even in my own home state where it's not, people aren't as fortunate. And I'm not ignoring that fact, but what I would say is we live in a world where we identify success 
based on the hours between of like nine to five, right? Yeah. Not realizing that we have another part of our day that makes us who we are. And yeah. I do this activity where I, I travel around the world and help people identify their main factors and main drivers that make them who they are, partly of this unbranded experience. And for most of us, our work isn't even the top, like 60% that mm. most important to us. But as we're planning our day, we define success in those particular particular ways. And mine came to me, this whole unbranded experience came from actual a situation when I hit rock bottom, right? I've hit rock bottom on multiple different occasions. And I was still doing this international sports diplomacy initiative with the US government, where I thought my whole life was gonna change, right? I was making, I was like, in 2016, I was making this decision if I was gonna do the Olympics or if I was gonna do this sports diplomacy initiative. And I thought my whole world was gonna change. And, you know, you know, long story short is, you know, the night before the event, I thought things were gonna, you know, be working out well, but we got this unfortunate phone call the night before the event that said we're gonna come up with a whole bunch of money and or it's gonna be the safety of my team getting out of this particular region safely. And I got this FaceTime call from my daughter, and she was three years old at that time. And she was super excited, like, Daddy, 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 guess what? I'm like, what? Like, what do you want? Because uh, I was just sad and I felt like I just, all these sacrifices that I made wasn't turning out the way that it needed to be. Yeah. So I drew your picture. And the picture was of me and her holding hands. And it was at that moment I realized she didn't care about this sports diplomacy initiative. She didn't care about my entrepreneurship. All she cared about was daddy. And at that moment I realized yeah. I'm not just an entrepreneur, I'm not just an athlete, but I'm also a father. And I think at this time is that we have so many different layers to each and every one of us and COVID in some ways has allowed us to slow things down where we can spend more time with our family. We can start working on some skills that we've never been able to, 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 to work on books or ways that we can grow through this experience. And hopefully we can work on some of those other areas that we haven't been able to focus on and have that time because things have been able to slow down. Absolutely. I, I know for our family, we definitely have slowed down because I don't have sports to take them to. I don't have all these different activities. And it has really allowed us to tap into our creative juices um, here at home. And um, so it, it's been wonderful other than my grocery bill. Other than that, you know, <laughs> other than that, we're good. We're good. So um, today my daughter said, you know, mom, at least you can afford us. So again, it's the mindset. I mean, I wanted to look at her and like get a job, but I didn't. I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. You know? And so it's just those little things. Well, we're wrapping up, but just one more thing. One last insight you can give this listening audience. You have said some powerful things. I know that I'm here. I'm right. You can't see me, but I'm down here taking notes as you're talking, you know, and what what's one last thing you can leave our audience um, regarding motivation, regarding um, stepping outside the box and not limiting yourself? Yeah. And I'm going to I'm going to end this with a quick story. And and, you know, imagine that you are, you know, you, you live in this this house. Right? And in your house, everybody, how they saved money was put money in a shoebox underneath the bed, right? Yeah. And one day you decided to get on your bike and go 20 miles up the road. 
and you go to this little cafe. And in the cafe, they said, hey, are you, are you ready to pay? And you start to bring out your, your money out of your pocket and the person next to you said, hey, yeah, here's my card. And you start to look over like, what do you mean? What's this, what's this, what's this card? And you go, oh, it's just my debit card where I put my, you know, my money in a bank. And you're like, what's this bank you speak of, right? <laughs> You know, yeah. Right. And then what's up happening is you go, like, okay, well, there's this bank right up the road. You end up going to this bank and all of a sudden they start talking about like stocks and investments and all these different things. Right. The reason why I give you that kind of story is that I think that's really important time about exposure. Right. It's you're only going to understand basically what's in your worldview. But this might be the time for you to really get outside of your comfort zone because you never realize the information the knowledge that's already out there that you can find that can help you get to the next stage. And it's not about getting from point A to Z, but just what can you do 1% each day? Because at some point this is all gonna be over. And as every single day, that 1% of those tiny little muscles that you're building. And by the end, you're gonna realize you can almost, you know, can lift the house, but in that yeah. moment, it felt really hard as you go in day by day. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's deep. That's good. That is definitely something that um, you can kind of ponder on. And, and it's just do something. Be creative. That mindset is everything, Coach AK. It's everything. And so I just want to thank you for this powerful episode and all the great information that you've provided. If someone wants to follow you or maybe have you coached them virtually? How can they get a hold of you or you know contact you? Yeah, I mean, there's two different ways I'm involved in a lot of amazing projects um, and, and initiatives domestically and internationally. But they can reach me on LinkedIn. That is uh, just my name, AK, and then Ikwakor, I-K-W-U-A-K-O-R, or they can even go to my website at akunbranded.com. Awesome. Sir, it has been such a privilege and honor to talk with you, to chat with you on today. Um, you have definitely brought the fire, the good information that we needed to go on to move forward and not limit ourselves, get out the box, get the box just out of our way and um, just be all that we can be. Exactly. And I might just yeah. be breaking down those boxes and just realizing that you're not just what you are. You might just be you know, if you're in HR, obviously you're working on so many different other skill sets, these minute skill sets, you don't, may not realize that it may connect in other industries and other areas when you break it down. Where were you when I was in grade school talking this much and they, my teachers or and my parents did not realize <laughs> that this talking <laughs> would allow me to do so many other so things? So many things. <laughs> it's so many <laughs> you know, now I can go to my mom and dad and say, see, all that talking back in the day is now why I'm here today. Sir, thank you, thank you so you. much. You. I appreciate you. Appreciate Take you. Take care. Okay, listeners, was that not just fantastic and fabulous? Right there, his inspiration, his motivation, it's just like, okay, let me make sure that my mindset is right. And that is my insight. That's my takeaway for myself and for you. Get your mind right. 
it's not about a feeling. It's not about emotion. It's about succeeding in life, doing what you're called to do, fulfilling that purpose. And it's not always going to be, woohoo, yay. But what you have to focus on is the purpose. Why are you on this earth? To serve others with your gift. And so that's what you need to stay focused on. That's how you stay motivated. Not a feeling, but a mindset. Thank you for joining me again for another edition of Insights with Latrice. You know what? God designed real life for the real you to live it real good. I'll see you next time. Take care.